Welcome out to Third World Linux, episode 69. <laughs> a dark and stormy night here in Manila. My name is AG. And I am Jao, coming at you from sunny Cebu. <laughs> <laughs> but we can save that <sighs> for the off-tangent. Yeah. Uh, and on this episode of Third World Linux, we're going to be talking about passwords. Because of... Not our own personal passwords, mind you. <laughs> not going to tell you any passwords. No, 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 no. But my password is password123. <laughs> it's admin1234. <laughs> those, those are like the default passwords on the ISP routers. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> Admin one two three four for Christ's sake, but yeah, why are we gonna talk about passwords? Because uh, LastPass was bought by LogMeIn, the <laughs> the good people over at LogMeIn that hate freedom, um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and instead of like having another salty episode, uh, we figured that hey, let's talk about let's have fun. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about something that. Isn't looking at the issues and because uh, one that's done to death already in you know a lot of the other uh, Linux yeah uh, Linux outlets and they do it so much better yeah. than us. Um, hell, fucking passwords <laughs> they probably do better than us in general. But you know, this is I guess what we sort of do to keep our shit together when it comes to passwords. Um. <laughs> yeah, before we jump though to our actual passwords, just want to point out, uh, annual revenue of, of, uh, LastPass is around 10.6 million, and they were bought for 125 million. So, if somebody approached me with 125 million, <laughs> even if my thing only earns 10.6, I'd say yes to the 125 million. <laughs> Would you? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's ten years, um, and and start up another like nice open source project. And <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that's that's the dream, man. Of, I, I'm gonna build a nonprofit, have a digital inclusion as as its main thing. Should be fun. Yeah, should be fun. But then at the same time, <laughs> but then at the same time, you had the freedom loving LastPass people that were burned. Um, and, and what does it mean for Linux support down the road, that sort of thing. But, you know, instead yeah, of... Yeah, I mean, for me, that's a part that's quite sad. Again, those are the issues part, which let's move away from the issues part. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have to whip out my chips and beer because it's going to get salty in here. <laughs> oh, and, and I feel for those. That is why, let me start by, like... Before the episode we were prepping, John asked me, so how do you keep your passwords? I told him, I write it on a paper. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, you know, um, and well, yeah, there are like password, there are alternative password managers out there and um, a lot of them are very good. Like, you know, from looking at alternatives, those are good. But, you know, because this is third world Linux and we like to look at things from the end user point of view, um, setting up a server to manage your passwords. That way it's all self-hosted. Like if you have a 
uh, a VPS and set up your own server. Like, no, we can't do that. Um, and like something that we're not going to pay for because you know third world Linux. Uh, you know, I'm not going to. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> we're cheap. Yeah, we are, but I mean, let's not openly say we're cheap. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, the the thing is, I'd gladly pay for LastPass, but not so much anymore. Like I was, I was actually holding out, and then, and then when they were, um, when they were bought by uh, Logmein, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, at least I wasn't burned. But uh, say, for example, uh, you know, I'm not gonna go to, I'm not, I'm not gonna go to a yuppie and say, hey, you have to um, purchase this extra password manager because that isn't exactly something that's high on their priority list. Because they have to think about the fucking Windows tax that they have to pay and like how they feel really bad for pirating Microsoft Office because it's so goddamn expensive. And I fucking swear that I'm going to buy a copy of Microsoft Office when it comes to, you know, when, when I have the money. And then like after that, we have to start thinking about credit card bills and electric bills and our fucking Spotify and uh, iFlix or Hook or whatever. So like like purchasing a subscription. Uh, uh, a subscription to a, a password manager isn't something that I think is feasible for us to go up to a person and say like, hey, uh, you should totally buy into this, even though it's like a really good idea. <laughs> it is indeed a, a, a good idea. It's just that in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, it's pretty low. <laughs> or, well, pretty high. Oh, pretty high. Right, because like the... No, because I mean, like it, right we, we don't want to. Sh- <laughs> because right we at the wanna, bottom we is. We shall have money for it. Yeah, yeah. It's right at the bottom is like food and clothing. So in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, I suppose it would be self-actualization. <laughs> Passwords are the root to self-actualization. <laughs> or it would be very high in that like that that rung of Maslow that has like. Uh, Shit, we studied this. Security. We, we studied yeah, yeah, this. yeah. Um, the bleh, economics from college. <laughs> what was it? Um, it was it was food, like like food, drink, shelter. The next one up was like cars. The next one up uh, is second one is you know physiological and then safety. Yeah, so and then community and belongingness. So where where do uh, then, Huh? Well, I guess passwords will come towards safety. Eh. Personal security, financial security, personal health and well-being. But that's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> no, because if you don't have a great personal security with your passwords and financial security with your passwords, say goodbye to that money. <laughs> Excellent point. So a uh, good starting point yeah. would be um, to go to DuckDuckGo and type in strong password. Which is amazing. <laughs> I fucking love DuckDuckGo, right? Because, like, you type in strong password and it'll generate a random password. They're gonna give you a strong password. <laughs> like, it's, uh, um, eight characters and it's, it's really high, uh, it's high strength, eight characters and it's mixed of upper and lowercase. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't make any sense, but if it's, it's a good start and from there you can make a system. Yeah. Um, so, uh, to add a little bit of quote unquote academic, uh, what was the, no, that's not the word I'm looking for to, 
sort of frame this discussion, um, I'm looking at Webopedia. Not sure how reliable this source is, but they define strong password as a password that is difficult to detect by both humans and computer programs, effectively protecting data from unauthorized access, contains at least six characters, combination of letters and numbers and symbols. Uh, passwords are case sensitive, so a strong password contains letters both in uppercase and lowercase. And strong passwords also do not contain words that can be found in dictionaries or parts of the user's own name. Huh. <laughs> say your 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 PayPal password is say money ag twenty seventeen. It's like Jesus. Are you are you asking to be stolen from? <laughs> yeah. Although, um. Then watch as somebody actually tries to get into my PayPal using that password. Although there's this great, um, this great XKCD comic on password strength um, that says uh, that talks about like um, you can get pretty much the same security password, uh, or rather, um, the you have you have a you have a an uncommon non-gibberish base word. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you do the thing that, um, the, the thing that make use of tells you to do by like, uh, replacing your O's with zeros and your A's with fours, yeah. and, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and then add like a punctuation mark there. So, so it becomes like really difficult to remember. Um, but then they say that you can get, more security by having your password just be correct horse battery staple. So that's like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that that would be easier for a human being to remember and is supposedly more secure than um what other people like recommend. Uh, you know, you know, and we already I think we already talked about this uh, in in previous or, or just in our normal conversations. Like my mother's password system. Yeah, she uses like a she uses like a assault, right? It's it's called assault. Where you I have mean assault. Where you wait? Is it called assault? Uh, 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 the system? No, no, no um, shit. Uh, assault. Um, where you like add something to the password? Like you have yeah, you have the same password across all of your accounts but then you add something different to each one to make things salty she she, <laughs> she has a sort of a method it's not so much a salt where it's that she knows she has a certain substitute for a word for the password say the password is x y y where uh, say the password for say this particular one is X Y Y, right? Yeah. Say that's uh, email. Mm-hmm. Now the the that's email account number one. Email account number two will be Y Y X. And then she has a weird system. And then uh, only the one thing that's common will be the X, but it will be in different places. Like it's three words, but it'll be in a different place every time. To know, okay, these are my different email accounts. Huh. And then for banks, say, 
she has like I think a couple of bank accounts. So again, uses that same system so that she knows. Okay, these are bank accounts, mm-hmm. and uh, but I know this one is this bank account because I use X as the first one. This is bank account B because X is in the second one. If if anyone got made sense of that, <laughs> I hope I it, it was understandable, but. She has a weird system. I'm not sure where she got it or where she read it. But when she explained it to me, it's like, you are a nerd, my mother. <laughs> <laughs> she is. She, she, she's a nerd and a geek and all that things. But um, she has a weird system she came up on her own that when I tried and adopted it, I just got confused. So I went with the age-old method of writing things down on paper. <laughs> And keeping them in a place where only I would know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's it? I actually told my dad to do something like that. I was like, just put him down in a notebook and throw it in the safe. That way, the only thing you really need to remember is the combination to the safe. Yeah. Because uh, my dad did that. And then when he got uh, an iPhone, he was transferring a bunch of notes and whatnot. And then I was like, are you transferring those password notes to your iPhone? <laughs> said yes and I'm like you kind of missed the point of this <laughs> the point is that it's not in digital world yeah oh um before we move further uh, I- I'm sure there's somebody out there that's like but convenience and um, that was the allure of LastPass there was that mixture of convenience and security where like we can come up with these great passwords but when it comes to like opening up a website, you have to fucking type in that great password. Whereas LastPass like auto fills it for you. Just makes you yeah. Yeah, so I, I can sort of see the allure there. Because like well usually we have like this dichotomy between convenience and security. Now uh, the more secure something exactly. is, the less convenient exactly. it is. The allure of the password manager was it managed to bridge that gap between convenience and security. Um yeah. So it, I guess it, you know, I, it I depends guess. to you. Yeah, it depends to you as a person, not a person, but like a person who who is active in computing. What do you weigh in? Because John and I always have that conversation. Like, where where's the sweet spot? Every person has that unique sweet spot of security and convenience. Episode sixty-nine, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> we like more of our security. <laughs> because you sorry, know sorry. we can easily work hard for it yeah security oh, over, wow, wow. over convenience and over um and then there's also there's also uh the dichotomy that the dichotomy there's also that struggle between price and convenience and um yeah or not not the struggle between price and convenience but there's a there's the there's the correlation between price and convenience that the higher the price, the more convenient, generally, when it comes to services. Because software, we know that doesn't exactly hold true. But when it comes to services, generally, that's how I think it works. Yeah. Uh, so, so there, at least we're cognizant, at least, you know, we're cognizant of this. Uh, that being said, what do you do 
when you construct the password or do you construct the password or do you just have like a fucking random word so i have uh, i have a again i adopted a mix of what my mom did a sort of system that i know okay this password is my banking password so that i don't need to whip out my paper every single time mm, yeah yeah because uh for for things that i tend to forget a lot or say sites that i don't frequent as much uh that that still requires signups or whatnot that's when, oh, yeah, what, what password did they use for these? <clears throat> like that. That's when, uh, uh, and, and I only just got really into beefing up my passwords when I pretty much just started Linux. Mm. And so I remember when we were trying to get into, I was trying to get everyone back to Plurk. I forgot my <laughs> password. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, Plurk for the win. Yeah. So, because we were Plurking when? 2000. Oh geez, two thousand eight, two thousand seven. So I, I, I still, I, I forgot my password for that. And now I have it, but I haven't visited Blurt since like three months ago. Since I just started like coaxing everyone. Oh, we should all get to Blurt. So yeah, but alas, unsuccessful. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I have that weird system where I know. Okay, this is for email. This is for social media. This is for this website, that website, and it's just a matter of manipulating a some sort of cipher I have in my head. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but if I get confused, I whip out that paper in my secret compartment in my room. Given away too much. <gasps> is it my room or your room? <laughs> Whose room is it? <laughs> I'm your I'm your remote backup. <laughs> <laughs> It's in one of these. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, personally, I have a number of words that, when put together, don't make any grammatical sense whatsoever. Yeah. Third that, letter. That's, that's sort of my. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> that, that's a that's a favorite. Uh, I I know a lot of people who do who do that system. Say banana pancake and banana pancake and. Then upper lowercase and all those things. No, but that that is. But then banana pancake makes perfect sense. Um, say something exactly like exactly right. Banana pancakes. Oh my god. <laughs> you know. So like um, uh, say say something like under compendium streetlight mouse. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, so there's that as your base password. Every every third letter. No, of that, I'm just you know. looking at things on my table and saying, nail cutter, air blower, cellophane, tissue routers. That's yeah, like, and then capitalize every third letter of each word. Um, personally, I have them in different languages. That no. way, that way each that way each word isn't an English isn't an English word, right? Because like you, because you do speak a number of different languages, and you know the more, um, the more, the more word lists they have to go through to find the string in that password, the harder it's going to be. Um, and there is a salt to help to remind me which site is which, as well. And that's usually where the special character comes in. And depending on the site, the salt is in a different place. Ah, yeah. There you go. Uh, here's my question though. Okay, we've been discussing for the past couple of minutes, for the past 20 minutes, how we do passwords. 
Do you ever get and I, and I and I'm about to get salty a bit here. <laughs> Do you ever get annoyed at some of the websites? Or cuz cuz um some some websites require a specific password that it has to have a number, a letter and say minimum of 8 characters. Do you ever get annoyed at those websites because or or, or you're okay because your system works with it anyway? Yeah, I pretty much designed my system to work with that. What fucking annoys me? Exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, what what annoys me is uh, when there is a maximum number of characters that you have for your password, because that means that um, they're not uh, they're not encrypt- encrypting them properly or something. Like, I'm not sure on the technicality of it, but I think that's how it goes. Like, if they limit, if they give you an upper limit. And right after that, they email you your password in plain text. Like, they're not exactly doing what they're supposed to be doing to make sure your account is secure. Because, uh, what, what, the reason I, I, I under, uh, I recalled that, because, uh, the reason I brought that up, because I was, I recalled that, like, pre Linux days, I was always annoyed, because I all, all just have the most basic passwords ever back then, but a couple, seven years ago or so five, seven years ago or so, where it's just, you know, fairly simple. And then I go to a website. Why do you want me to have a number? Why do I need something capitalized? I'm just going to forget that. And I'm pretty sure that majority of people are into, uh, like, felt the same way because we become password buffs because we know how vulnerabilities work. How people, um, what's the term? I'd hardly call myself a password buff. No, we're not password buffs, <laughs> but. That's such a trippy idea. I'm a password buff. Exactly. <laughs> huh? You want passwords, huh? <laughs> I can give you. <laughs> Come on, brah. <laughs> passwords and stuff, brah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, what I was, what I was wondering was that, do you think majority of the people who are, say, not tech savvy, their passwords are probably crappy, right? Yeah, dude. Every now and then you get these lists. Or not lists, but like when there's a big hack or whatever. Like something yeah, that they, they, always pops up is the top 10 <clears throat> passwords on this particular like this, hack, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like most of them are just birthdays or some are just their first names combined with the website name or something like that. Those, those aren't the most used. Like... um what what's what's weird is like invariably in the top ten they always have like password with an at for an a and then one two three four like ugh. <laughs> <laughs> you know like these really obvious the really obvious ones you know so but the go. the burden of password should be for me personally should be with the end user like you have to secure your password. The responsibility, I think, of the owners of or the one you're giving your password to is that you have to make sure that your your security is safe, right? Am I am I making sense? Yeah, yeah, of course. So it's, it's so, a it's a it's a sim not a symbiotic thing. It's a, it's a two way street, or it takes two to tango, mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck you want to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, because what I want to ask is that during those leaks and whatnot. What's at fault, of course, is it, is it the fault? Of course, the hackers are at fault. But the one who should protect their information, and they always, during those leaks, say, the hackers are at fault, but the ones who always 
go for like, oh, you should change your passwords or restore it, blah, 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 blah. They always say that today that to their end users, should it be that the one providing the service or the one, the place that got hacked, should they have like some, I don't know, um, not repercussions, some steps like, okay, um, we're going to send you a temporary password right now because your account has been compromised and we're telling you to switch it up, blah, 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 blah. Well, or no. Uh, what's it? Like some, some websites actually do have something like that. Like they won't, they won't log you in until you change your password. Like they'll force you yeah. to reset, they'll force you to change your password. And then like uh, verification and whatnot, stuff like that, right? Yeah. Well, there's, there's another, um, there's another thing like an, an added layer of security, like two factor, uh, two factor authentication. Uh, pretty good idea, but then at the same time, like, I, I, I'm not entirely convinced that um, it is sound or something. Yeah, because like if I forget my phone at home, I'm fucked. <laughs> oh, like okay, that's okay. that's my deal with that's my beef with two-factor authentication. But at the same time, it's a great idea as well because like passwords aren't exactly uh, passwords are broken as far as um, you know. As far as security goes, because computers mm-hmm. are just so fucking fast that, like, you can pretty much crack most passwords out there, given enough time and enough processing power. Yeah, but uh, going back to two-factor authentication, I kind of dig that because uh, I use Telegram, like, we use Telegram most of the time. And when I log in to, say, when I go to my parents' office and use a computer there... And I need to log into Telegram. They just send me like the password through my phone, and I find that awesome because they give you a countdown timer, right? Yeah, but that, that's that's not too that's yeah, not like, two factor though. That's just like a one time password. Sign in, yeah, sign in. Uh, that's just authentication. Yeah, because like isn't the about two factor is like you type uh, okay. in your password and then they send you a one time password or something? Uh, okay, I'm not sure about those technicalities, but I do like the fact that. You have two minutes to input the timer in my head, uh, input the password. In my head is, oh my god, I need to defuse the bomb. Oh, Jason Bourne <laughs> would be this slow. <laughs> yeah. But say like, you know, uh, eventually if, you know, uh, fingerprint scanners, retina scans, whatever, like some sort of biometric, but then ooh, that would, that would be, you know. Uh, did, did you, do you remember my Dell laptop from way, way back? Yeah, yeah. It has that one of them fingerprint scanners, right? Yeah. And what's funny about that laptop was that fingerprint scanner was crap. <laughs> yeah, but then, you know, it's, it's come a long way. Like, um, the iPhone's I, I, fingerprint yeah, scanner is pretty been, good. Some of Android's, yeah, we're about to hit a decade on that technology. Because uh, I, I was about to say, the iPhone fingerprint scanner was like, I think it, it, it was implemented well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and or like a lot of... Well, but like, a lot of Samsung's fingerprint scanners are also pretty good. Oh, uh, I haven't experienced Samsung fingerprint scanner, but <laughs> yeah, earlier uh, it was what I was, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. Uh, what I experienced was in my old MyPhone. Um, it has a facial scanner. Oh yeah, <laughs> episode sixty nine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, like it, the weird. The only weird thing about that facial scanner is if it's in bad light. Of course, the camera wouldn't be able to see you properly. Yeah. So. 
<laughs> make sure you're at the right place. That's why I always, I always find that as a hassle. But it's amazing though. Like, oh, no, just let me unlock my phone. It takes you five seconds to unlock your phone instead of just swiping it. <laughs> but then, you know, there, there is the problem with fingerprint scanners in that, uh, if you use, um, if you use, say, um, rubber, a rubber cast, a rubber mold of somebody's fingerprint, like you might be able to buy, you might be able to sort of bypass the fingerprint scanner, that kind of thing. Right? <laughs> because if it's looking at, you know, the, your, the ridges and loops and stuff on your fingerprint, if that's all it's really looking for, then if somebody manages to get, you know, a, a cast of your fingerprint, but then that's only, but that would only be for the most determined of hackers and has to be extremely targeted. So in cases like that, maybe the password would be a better system in the sense that, or at, at least in terms of versus a fingerprint scanner, because it might be easier to get a high-profile person's fingerprint <laughs> over you know, guessing that person's password, assuming it's a strong password. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I guess, just, you know, just don't be a douchebag. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's a weird conclusion. Don't be a douchebag and hack other people's accounts. Don't be a douchebag so that people would hack you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so just don't be a douchebag. Uh, yeah, man, we've been. Wow, we weren't angry. <laughs> Not as much. I guess. Which is nice. Yeah. But, uh,. What I want to ask is, do you have a system? Have you ever been hacked even before? Like, not from a leak, but right. Me? So, like, personally, no. Uh, no, I mean others, others. I'm, I'm asking our faithful fourteen. Yeah. Oh, like, um, before, before some... we, uh, before oh, we, yeah. before we, before we get into that, uh, we did get a number of emails, but we're saving them up for a listener feedback episode. So, as usual, one of those, like, you know, we, you know, we all like to bunch them up. Uh, so to the folks that sent us emails, like, yeah, we're going to be doing a listener feedback episode one of these days soon. Maybe, maybe. when the weather gets better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yes. Oh, and uh, mm. I, I guess we should say this. Um, we were contacted by somebody from Hacker Public Radio, and uh, mm-hmm. they're like, "Hey, uh, they have this thing where they feature, uh, they they feature like a podcast on their feed, and uh, they were asking us if we have a particular episode that we enjoy, or do we go for the default and just put the latest episode that's on our feed." Um, AG and I, like, we both have our own favorites, yeah, favorites, favorites and we pretty much have, like, that Venn diagram of, like, we have an episode that we think would be a good episode to put up there. But then, like, to the audience, like, do you guys have any suggestions as to which episode in particular, uh, 
could be on HPR, you know? Yeah. Just. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to add anything else. I'm just saying, yeah. If you do, just please do send it over to us. Uh, maybe via Twitter at uh, twitter.com slash. Why do I always complete that? At ThirdWorldLinux. <laughs> Yeah, or you can email us, contact at channel14.com or linux at channel14.com. So yeah, uh, send us those ideas. But if you like podcasts and other stuff, check out our other shows. Uh, there's Radio Norm, where uh, Fat Man is uh, talking about his life and how happy he is to be not dead. Fat. And, and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that one. Uh, I was a bit that, that that bit too slow on the on the wittiness. He's a lot more witty than me, so give it a listen. Um, <clears throat> Ooh, I see what you did there. <clears throat> <laughs> so um, he's witty and fatty. <laughs> That's too mean. I'm sorry, Norm. But yeah, uh, it's over at channel14.com, and there's also our YouTube page where you can. Uh, look at Let's Plays and Stuff by Ironic and Zaxel, where they do a Minecraft Mondays and Paolo Pigs Out On, where he looks at any game that's not AAA. Yeah. Mm. So, that's it, right? Like, yeah, uh, send us feedback. Um, if you'd like, uh, please subscribe if you like the episode. And, uh, even if it's not freedom loving, maybe put a rating in iTunes or something. <laughs> It's physically painful to open up iTunes, but <laughs> I know, but um that's why the tip you made, like do it in bunches, right? Just um have it in mind or like say, okay, I'm just gonna open this once. I'm gonna go to System AU, I'm gonna go to Linux for the rest of us, and uh what, what who else is in iTunes? And uh the I'm gonna go to Linux. And uh, a bunch of podcasts, and I'll leave them like comments the and ratings, and then never again for like two years. <laughs> I think that's how you have to do it when it comes to iTunes. Yeah. So. <laughs> like you just search for all of the Linux podcasts available on iTunes, make like a nice long list, open up iTunes in a virtual machine, like. You know, five star them all and then like get rid of your Windows installer. Your <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, I just sucks. But yeah. Okay, let's not get too salty. We have a few minutes left. No salty movement. It's episode 69 for Christ's sake. <laughs> I'm oh, really sorry else? about the episode 69 interjections every now and then. <laughs> Interjections. We pay taxes, I know, but it's always going to be funny. (laughs) We're adults now, but it's always, always going to be funny. Wow, chika wow, wow. (laughs) So, until next week, keep on Linuxing, and we're sorry that the episode is a bit late. And uh, because of the storm, you know. uh, But nonetheless, we do things for love, and you should do. This is the off-tangent section, segment, section, segment.
section. <laughs> I can you never... always call it a section, not a segment. I think like, right at the beginning we called it a segment, but then it's really? more of a yeah, I think so. I think it's more, more of, a of a yeah, it's more of a section than it is a segment. Because I and think the the entire thing would function even if it's yeah, we're even thinking too much. <laughs> it's just words. Yeah, it's just <laughs> words. <laughs> Shit, so how's the storm been? Um, kind of died down. I'm pretty sure in a few hours it's gonna pick up again. It's the weirdest storm ever, man. <laughs> this is the weirdest storm I've ever experienced, like, in a long time. Because it will rain extremely hard, and then it's gonna... And then sun's gonna peep out. And then after the sun peeps out, it's gonna... Like, the wind is gonna pick up again. So fast. Where everybody just... Everything just flies. And it's gonna rain. And then sun comes out again. Huh, that's... And, yeah, it's it's weird, because, um, but at least uh, the, the storm is moving away from Manila. The downside is... It's ravaging it's the, the north. Of northern, <laughs> yeah, it's ravaging the northern regions of the country. It's like, can we just all have a win right now? <laughs> Instead of a win, we're getting um, a wind. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> uh, and apparently, the That's earthquake that we experienced a few hours ago yeah. was a uh, intensity four. That's not so bad. <laughs> yeah, in Tagaytay, what was a five? That's not so bad. <laughs> I thought six was like awful. Six was the one that destroyed pretty much Baguio. Uh, but isn't isn't so, the the earthquake scale though? Well, is, isn't that isn't what? the scale like not based on how high the peaks on your seismic activity or whatever it is, but based more on the amount of damage that it does. So depending on how built your city is and how resistant to earthquakes your city is, um, the that well, figure that, would that be different. That means the scale is not universal then. I thought it was universal by the amount of tremors and the length of time. Well, I have no idea. Uh, we should really duck no it up. Earthquake uh, Richter scale. Yeah, the Richter scale. Richter scale, but yeah, it was uh, it was weird because because uh, all of a sudden I was just sitting on the computer like typing and whatnot, and then my chair was moving side to side. Mm-hmm. Like if you had, yeah, if it, it was shaking in the same way that if you have one person grab one of the sides, then move it side to side. It was like it's probably an earthquake. <laughs> The first thing I did was hold on to my Leica, which is bad. I should have hold on to my phone. <laughs> but I hold on to my camera. It's like, hmm, probably you should have, like, something a lot more important. But, yeah, uh, priorities. <laughs> okay. Uh, huh. Okay, I was wrong, as it turns out. Yeah, micro-earthquakes. And uh, by Tremor. It's yeah. by Tremor. So, yeah, it was uh, light to moderate. Because uh, Batangas was a 5, intensity 5. Can cause damage of varying severity to poorly constructed build- buildings. At most, none to slight damage all other buildings felt by everyone. Yeah, yeah. But, that, that isn't, but, uh, but then um, but then it's, we can't talk about like the intensity in terms of the earthquake effect. Damage. Right? Because... Yeah. For me, that's weird. Yeah. It, it, that's weird because... Uh, how can you... I mean, that doesn't... If, if that was the case, then... You can only say the intensity after you assess the damage. Yeah. And, and as engineering improves where buildings are getting more and more earthquake proof, that means 
even though say it was an intensity five or intensity six, but if there was no damage, oh, it's just a micro earthquake, <laughs> which yeah. for me could be misleading. Yeah, because you know, um, <clears throat> because buildings and stuff. Yeah, buildings. Rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> because structural, well, because structural engineers will know this. Uh, here in the uh, here in the Philippines. Right, we tend to overbuild our houses in the sense that we, uh, wait, yeah, we, the way we build our houses here is a lot of, a lot of cement and a lot of, uh, a lot of concrete blocks, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but then, like, the quote unquote innovation, uh, because if, if you think about, like, concrete blocks stacked up one on top of the other, like that's really uh that that that's really vulnerable to shaking, right? Like that's why like houses in the US and stuff have are, are built out of like wood. That way you can disperse the energy throughout the entire house. But like uh here what we what we do is we have um we have uh fuck. I, I do not know these construction terms in English. Um we have posts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, these these big concrete like posts. <laughs> foundations. Yeah, is it foundation? Yeah, poste. Um, and these th this is pretty much like concrete, and inside the concrete is tie beam. Steel reinforced. Yeah. Yeah. So steel reinforced. Uh, so it it mitig so so the uh, the concrete has uh has a lot of compressive strength which means you can smack it and it won't deform but then it doesn't have tensile strength which means if you shake it it's gonna crumble um the tie mm -hmm. beam however like the 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 steel bar or the metal that's inside uh, the post has a lot of tensile strength so when you shake it it won't like crack that support mm-hmm then to disperse the energy, we have tie beams that connect all of these posts together. And in between them, that's where you have, like, blocks, hollow blocks stacked one on top of the other. We kind of really... But I guess we kind of over... Not overdo, but overbuild our houses because, well, we get battered by storms a lot. Namely, the one right now. And then there's earthquake. Yeah, so we... And then... <laughs> yeah, so we we mitigate against strong winds, earthquakes, and fire, <laughs> flooding, fire and flooding. Yeah, and there was something theft. that I found weird though. Like as a kid, I I'd see like like houses like like on TV, you see houses like flying in tornadoes and stuff, and I was like, hmm, that's really scary. Uh, and then like after seeing how houses are built here, like that's ah, never gonna happen here. <laughs> You know, the roof, maybe, <laughs> but like the house itself, <laughs> probably not. Uh, yeah, again, not so vulnerable to fire. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> in other news, in other pretty news? much a long extended talk about the weather. <laughs> Should be very awkward, but it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere out there, a structural engineer is going like, ooh, he sort of gets <laughs> what we're talking about. <laughs> Do we have a? Do you think we have a listener that's also a structural engineer? It would be amazing. <laughs> That'd be really cool. 
<laughs> if you're a structural engineer, I'm really sorry for, like, you know, screwing up physics. Not screwing up physics. Screwing up my uh, explanation of physics. Um, that's really basic, though. Like, fucking architects talk about it. Like, you know, but then whenever architects talk about it, they're always like, but we're, you know, talking about engineering now. Like, but then you're a fucking architect, and every architect talks about it. So it's partly an architectural thing, but then it's an engineering thing. <laughs> so what is it then? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> God, XKCD is so amazing because they just predicted how people would react to earthquakes. <laughs> yeah, XKCD. Uh, you know, great. yeah, the, yeah, that XKCD. Like, earthquakes are gonna be faster than uh, tweets are gonna be faster than the earthquake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's something that me. Uh, something that Miko wanted to do. Right. Uh, what's it? The third world internet uh, thing. Oh yeah, uh, the race. Yeah, the race. Um, like. Uh, Internet race, so which <laughs> one is faster? <laughs> it's a question of which is shittier, our postal service or our internet connections? <laughs> it's not even faster. Yeah. It's not even which one is faster. <laughs> which is shittier. <clears throat> I have a problem with method I have a problem with his methodology, but like we can hash that out. Yeah, we can hash that out. Although personally I still feel that internet would be faster. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to use this internet connection, freaking fine. It's going to be faster because, you know. Well, I guess it's, you know, we just look at what is the most average internet connection out of everybody here. There you go. No, yeah, there you go. Then from there, use. For me, the actual challenge is let's use CMOS. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. CMOS internet connection constantly dies on him, like every so often. Or say my internet connection here at the house. Where it has a like long uptime but really slow. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's sort of that, that's always how it is, though, right? Like your uplink speed is significantly slower than your down. Yeah, no, no, I mean, uh, what I mean is that. Well, uptime, uptime. Sometimes it's yeah, my uptime is long. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but what do you call this? My uptime is long, but my speeds are freaking crap. Yeah. So yeah, that'd be an interesting thing so, to look at. I just realized uh, yeah, that I say interesting a lot. Faster. It's okay. Yeah, I say the word interesting a lot. That's that's my uh, euphemism for I have no fucking clue what to say about this thing. Other than it's interesting, because it actually is. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, earlier I had a lot of things that I wanted to talk about in the off-tangent, but I can't remember a single one of them. <laughs> <laughs>